we jamming? Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Bittersweet. Like a uh, Sour Patch Kid. Bittersweet. <laughs> right? That's what, that's what Lily's going to be for Halloween. Oh, that's a cute. Sour Patch Kid. That's cool. <laughs> With real sugar? <laughs> I wish. No, she wishes. Right. Uh, yeah. And she just stayed home and just, and just like lick her fingers. <laughs> Don't want to go anywhere. She'll be eating plenty of candy. So I'm going to keep the song playing a little bit because okay. it's really good. Of course. And I'm it just going to introduce you briefly. It's Sarah Hayes on Pillars of Community. Um, Sarah uh, found it, owned, operates a architecture architectural design company um, for mostly homes. Yeah, interior design for home. No, yeah, not, not not uh, interior design and architecture residential. Residential, cool. Residential. And she's a lovely neighbor of mine and friend. You got it. And uh, the pleasure of teaching little Burke um, at Modern Day for a handful of years and taking him to the Tasty Diner. <laughs> you loved that. You loved and, that. Uh, and your husband, of course, Big Burke. We, oh my gosh, it just hit me. We were in. I don't know if you've heard this from uh, my uh, my mom or not, but we were in the same carpool. Like, get out of town. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I was a f- how old, I don't have to tell how old your husband is, but he was probably like five or five years older than me. Um, and Class yeah, ninety four. Landon. Uh, Landon. Yeah. No. Yeah. Then I'll put him six years older than me. Then. Yeah, he was like an eighth grader, and I was like a second grader. Right when I started. Yeah, that's right. Right when I started, and uh, my mom used to drive the old Woody. It's <laughs> a station wagon, the Chevrolet, oh, yeah. the wood panels and all. And Burke was always like, I think he got the front seat because he's he's the oldest. And uh, we used to like, hey mom, take the route the route home with like the speed bumps. And then we'd put our heads like right like from the ceiling so that the speed bump projects us and nails our head on the roof. <laughs> like that, for some reason that was fun. <laughs> That Maybe that explains explains the screws that I'm that are loose and <laughs> trying to find, and they're rattling around in there. Anyway, it's a total it's all total tangent. The, the uh, speed bumps. Golly, but yeah, we were in the same carpool. That's awesome. And then Burke went to Landon for high school, right? Yeah. Yeah. I went to Georgetown Prep, but we never like you know competed against each other because there's the age differential. Yeah. But anyway, well, welcome to Pillars of Community, Sarah. Thank you. Welcome. Happy to be here. Yeah, cool. I'm glad we could do it. <laughs> because you are a mother of four darling children, and that usually means you're going a million directions, but somehow you have time and energy. I know you have the interest, but time and energy and drive to have this awesome company. Yeah, it's uh, exciting. The interior design and architecture. I mean, you uh, you were pre-med, but you didn't. You, but you don't like blood, <laughs> right? <laughs> At Notre Dame, right. yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So and I'm um, like, how does that work? How do you pre-med and not like this get so freaked out by blood? I didn't make it long enough. <laughs> <laughs> I got there as a freshman pre-med yeah. and chemistry classes. I love biology, chemistry. No, thank you. Um, so ultimately you my- liked chemistry, but not biology. Is that what you said? Yeah. So you like the theory and not necessarily the application of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Actually, one day when I was a freshman, I dropped out of chemistry and sat on the floor, ate a Papa John's pizza, and circled (laughs) 
all the things that actually looked interesting and fun mm-hmm. uh, for the course requirements for the following semester. And I stopped at architecture. I was, you know, maybe on the first list yeah. and stopped at architecture and said, you know what? I've always wanted to do that. So interesting. Do it. Right. Yeah. Why, why shouldn't I just try to try what sounds fun? Not what I think I should do. Yeah. No, that's like wise, the wise observation then. It's good that you made it at 18. Sometimes people don't, you know, it takes yeah, them okay longer to, time to understand okay to pivot, what, what right? their, yes, what their really, their true passion or calling is. Yeah. <sighs> you yeah. know, some people are my age and they still don't know. Some people figure it out at six, like Mozart or something. <laughs> um, but uh, so wh- why do you think that, why do you, why did you, you say you kind of grew up liking architecture or so, something attracted you yeah. to it? Why? So, um, my, let's see, my grandmother was an artist, although she discovered that talent and harnessed it later in life. Mm -hmm. My grandfather, actually, he had a company building cooling towers, but when I knew him, that was, you know, in his younger life, when, when I was very close to him, he was for all intents and purposes, a handyman. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know if that's the right word. He was. Uh, a grounds manager for yeah. a big company and kind of do it all, do it all, do it guy. all guy. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, in his retirement, pillar. you know, and because he loved it and he would build things and he had a wood shop and, you know, it was just my favorite thing to hang out with him and follow him around. Um, and my dad was in construction for a period of time. So it's just kind of, I was around it a lot. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. osmosis. Yeah. You, you absorb it. Also like, there's probably a genetic thing there too. Yeah. Um, and this is out in Oregon. Yep. Oh, I've yeah. been to Oregon one one time. Where? It's Oregon, not Oregon. You or- got it. Origami. No, no, it's not Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's like in the car. She's like, if you're in Oregon and you say Oregon, what you're doing right now, uh-huh. you're gonna get a lot of unhappy faces. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but I, I flew into Oregon in like maybe '08 summer. And met a really good friend of mine in Seattle, Washington, and we drove the coast down to San Francisco. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, because he was moving the there for a job. Yep. Yeah. We took our time. <laughs> it took us seven days to get to San Francisco, and it's not that far. I mean, it is far, but it's like, anyway. But we, t- we took our time. We took it in. Yeah. It's beautiful. Eugene, Oregon. So. Right? Eugene? In that? Correct. Yeah. And that's an on the coast. Like so, Irish town. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. So, um. Actually, where I grew up when I was very small was a town called Crescent Lake, uh-huh. and it's actually not a town. I'm I'm misspeaking by calling uh-huh. it that. Uh-huh. My parents bought a little lodge and resort, uh-huh. uh, pretty much in the middle of nowhere. So I lived on a lake in the mountains, and my neighbors were the Forest Service. Uh, you know, so to get to school, you're talking about your carpool earlier. Yeah, yeah. For me to get to school, I hopped on a bus. And I rode for an hour uh, to get to the nearest school. And it was in a logging town called Gilchrist. Cheesy peasy. So I, I literally grew up in the town, middle of nowhere. Small. Yeah. You were, that's the West, man. Oh, it was just it's, wide open. It's impossible to describe Solitude. It. Yeah. People don't Family. Really, yeah. My my friend was my brother. Yeah. You know, we, we were buddies. Yeah. Um, and so we moved from there to Bend, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, before Bend was what it is now, which is amazing. It was an amazing place then, but there's this beautiful mill district. Yeah. When I lived there, it was a functioning mill. Oh. <laughs> 
you know, now it's this amazing place with beautiful shops and um, concerts and whatnot. But it was a functioning mill back then. Uh, and then we moved to Eugene. Was it a text, textile mill? Like no, clothing? No, no, no. Uh, mill, lumber, grain, granary? Lumber. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's wood that's, country out there. Yeah. Lumber. <laughs> so then we moved to Eugene, which is in the valley. Yeah, uh, Eugene. And v- very close to the coast. It's probably like a 45-minute drive to the coast. I think I get, is there like, isn't it Irish, a heavy Irish um, influence there? Uh, Maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of a different town. Maybe it's Bend. I don't know. Because I, I remember going to one town, and at the time I was on a serious Irish kick. <laughs> like, I think you can probably wear, find I'll, all things Irish out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I was like, man, this is like died and gone to heaven. <laughs> so Irish, we went to some pub and got like a cool poster. Anyway. Oh, very cool. I'm trying to recall 13 years ago. <laughs> Can't believe that. I wait 13 years ago. Yeah. Maybe it's um maybe it's, there's something to the fact that like you grow up in nature, mm-hmm. um then uh, which it sounds like that was kind of your upbringing, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. And uh, before you went to South Bend, I guess, mm-hmm. um, which is still has nice nature. Uh, but anyway, you see the trees, and then you obviously you know you go to a place and you see the tables and the chairs, and you're but you're around the trees, kind of maybe more than you are around like established buildings and things such that when you start seeing the buildings you're like i know where that stuff came from i i I, i'm around the nature before it became a chair or a table or a house or something i don't know (laughs) i'm uh it's interesting stuff so i actually uh, had a concentration in furniture design Mm -hmm. and um to your point would take this big raw piece of wood and decide what I'm going to build with it, figure out the dimensions of what's available from this big, you know, raw piece of wood and mill it down to the correct pieces and dimensions, plane it, um, you know, in some cases, turn it on a um, lathe. lathe. Yes. Um, Which actually the lathe was my scariest thing to use. It kind of freaked me out. But Uh once you get in, there's a real zone to Uh it. Um, But woodworking is, you know, doing it with your hands is pretty, uh, it's pretty incredible. You have a really good understanding for like, you know, how this, this desk was built. Um, that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's something yeah. that's kind of over, you overlook it unless you do it. Yeah. The details. And also I love the smell of like cut, 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 cut wood. I'm the weird person that likes the smell of mulch as well. I, like the smell of it. I, I smell, <laughs> I smell everything yeah. Talk about like a genetic, weird genetic thing or okay. I say with my uncle. I like Should I like I like sommelier. The, yeah. <laughs> Except for wine. Yeah. Sommelier. Um uh, but uh I like I don't mind mulch. Uh but I, I, my grandfather maybe is like my grandfather had a, a wood shop. Okay. My dad my dad kind of got it from him. My dad liked to work with his hands a lot. He had a workshop over on uh Cary where my mom is now. Yeah. So he loved buzzing wood and all that stuff and making things with his hands and you know model cars and like Pinewood Derby, and oh, yeah. my grandfather made clocks, made clocks oh, wow. out of wood, and the gears, and like that's a whole level about, of like, precision. That's the next level sort of idea. Yeah. And they have them over at my mom's house. Has a couple clocks, um, but uh, my uncle now has all my grandfather's like tools and stuff, and he has a wood shop. And he's building a canoe right now. I was just that's visiting amazing. him recently in uh, Warrenton, Virginia. Yeah. 
the smell of the wood shop. Yeah. I love the smell. My dad built a drift boat. It was beautiful. Mm. Um, and I think he used it a few times, but then he ended up selling it. Um, what's a drift boat? A drift boat. Oh, it's a boat. A drift boat. I don't know. Uh, it drifts. <laughs> you drift down the river and you uh, use it. He primarily was planning to use it for fly fishing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a boat that you're not really planning on going too far in. You kind of just want to get far, somewhere. Not too fast. You're yeah, drifting. You're drifting. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. The, the drifters. Yeah. Under the boardwalk. <laughs> um. Cool. So when you, so you're at Notre Dame, right? Yeah. And you're like I understand myself as a young person which is sometimes hard to do but i'm like i like architecture so um I'm so, gonna get, so you circled it with your with your uh papa john's pizza <laughs> <laughs> extra dipping sauce oh please. yeah garlic sauce <laughs> yeah um yeah so i gave it a try and ended up just loving it um you know it, it exposed me to art history which yeah. i loved um, awesome. and the architecture program actually at Notre Dame, um, you you travel to Rome. It's okay. Um, so I actually spent a year studying in Rome uh, and living there. Well, not a year, nine months, a school year. Uh, but it was such an incredible experience. Um, we lived in a hotel very near the Pantheon. Our studio was right there. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been to Italy? Have you been I have, yeah, I have. Yeah. Have you been to the Pantheon? Yes, I have. I mean, um, as a young student, that's like an inspiring place what a, to be. What a, what a building. Yeah. Right. That's the Pantheon is, is, was dedicated, I think, to all the gods, I mm-hmm, think, mm-hmm. um, across the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I'm trying to. There's an Oculus head. in the middle. The whole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, exactly right. Um, it's amazing, yeah. So you, so you, were very much impressed by it. Yeah, the archi- just archi- architectural. Being exposed to all of that and and the travels it allowed, um, but you know, standing there as a young kid and being rained on in the middle of this pantheon, Maybe. which was built. I think when I was there, it was raining too. Huh. Oh. Anyway, there's a, there's an Oculus. There's a uh, a hole right in the top, right in the ceiling, yeah. right. Yeah. It's like maybe a passageway to the gods or something. Mm-hmm. And we just like Rome. I mean, what an unbelievable opportunity to be in Rome. Uh, it's like uh, I don't know. It's like ground zero for art and architecture. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And that's what happens to be what you're studying. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't know. Like going to live at Shakespeare's house and try to write or something like that. <laughs> it's a treat. Yeah. You say Rome. All right. Rome and versus Greece. Greece came we did first. Visit Greece. Right. Yeah. No, I'm lying. We did not visit Greece. We visited. um, I mean, Athens. All the way down in Italy, like Naples. Yeah. There are all these temples, um, which are very similar to the Grecian temples. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think? What's better, Greek architecture or Roman? Can you make a distinction there? I don't know. Um, I don't know how. I'm I'm not that schooled up on it. You know, the Greeks influence the Greeks influence. I think the the Romans. But whatever, we don't have to go there. Um, so a cool play, another amazing, have you been to um, St. Peter's Basilica? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So have you been down in the catacombs? <sighs> it's down, but there's I don't think below, so. No, I don't think so. So below the Baldacchino yeah. in, in St. Peter's Church mm-hmm. is the tomb of St. Peter. Okay. 
it's a very, uh, I mean, if, if anyone is ever able to visit Rome and visit and get on that tour, it's really amazing. Mm. And what's in the catacombs? Well, they were the catacombs. Uh, they, um, the tombs. Yeah, it's are, all tombs. Yeah. Catacombs are tombs. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we digress. No, I'm good, I'm good at that. <laughs> we went from Oregon to I Italy. Think, I, think we, I can tell. I think we both might be good at that. <laughs> It's the artistic side, I guess. Yeah, who's so, going to keep us on track here? Elvis. <laughs> I used to have him at Modern Day, and we, I'd have him at PE and stuff, and kids would be like, "When team's Elvis Is he on blue? Is he on white? I'm like, dude, he's the referee, okay? He's black and white. Leave him out of it. <laughs> he's neutral. Yeah. Um, so uh, you're there through Notre Dame. You're there, right? You studied yeah. for about a school year, right? Nine months or so? Yeah. And then uh, came so, yeah. back. Yep. Notre Dame is a five-year architecture program. Oh, cool. So. Get to stay there longer. Yes. <laughs> um, so I lived, you know, on campus, off campus, yeah. did the the architecture thing, which is a lot of all-nighters. Mm-hmm. Um, and all during that time was dating my husband long distance because he graduated and then was living and working here in D.C., so I had an internship here in DC and then um, ended up moving here after graduation. Cool. The rest is somewhat rest, history. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, so what yeah. did you like about it? So you're in architecture um, and uh, it's, it's, would you say architecture is more kind of, it's kind of, it's a science? Uh, it's, it leans, architecture it science. is math. Yeah. There's a lot of math involved and yeah. geometry. Math is not my strong suit. Uh, <laughs> I understand it. I can do it. Yeah. But do I love it? Not yeah. necessarily. Yeah. I'm, you know, a little bit more on the, um, you know, I love proportion and yeah. scale and context. And so there's a lot that goes into architecture um, and interior design that luckily isn't all math and numbers. Yeah. Um, because there's a certain engineering component. Um, but I actually have a great, uh, teammate who works for me, who, um, you know, I'll come in and do a lot of the schematic design. That's where we're at now. Anyway, Mm -hmm. before I was doing everything myself, but now I've brought on a former classmate of mine and she's incredible. Um, so she has been helping me a lot. Uh, so a former classmate from Notre, from Notre Dame. Wow. Yeah. She, was she like in architecture with you? She was, she lived with me. We lived that? together for a while. Yeah. And you kind of like, I don't know if you stayed in touch or yeah. you always stayed in touch. It was a small group of people. Yeah. We all keep yeah. in touch yeah. for the most part. Uh, every once in a while. That's so, so cool. Yeah. Now she's yeah. helping you. <clears throat> yeah. That's awesome. So it's like two is more fun than one, you know, even though one is like, you know, you're, you're, you're the everything person. But for creativity, you know, for for the genesis of ideas and creativity, yeah, it's hard. You need another cook. You it's need, hard to you need design somebody else in, a vacuum. in the kitchen. Yeah. Yes, just like talking talking things out. I mean, it's an amazing idea. Sometimes I always think about writing. I just told you earlier. I like I've been doing a lot of writing lately. You think one thing in your head, and you don't, and then you write. You start writing it down, and then maybe it's just me. Then ten other things come to your head yeah. while you're writing it. And the same thing I think happens in conversation, mm-hmm. you know, it's a weird process of creation, mm-hmm. just getting words out and, you know, you do that to yourself right. <laughs> and by yourself in a room, but it's more fun. You might have padded walls, um, but it's more fun <laughs> to do it with, a, with an old friend who like, you know yeah. each other well. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. 
that's been great. Yeah. So when you came back here, um, you, uh, who did you work for? So, yeah. So I moved to, uh, DC. I actually lived in Roslyn. Yeah. And I worked for a company called Hartman Cox. And at that time, I was very idealistic. And I mean, there was a period of time where before I got into architecture, I wanted to like join the Peace Corps. I mean, I was super idealistic. And um, so <laughs> what appealed to me about Hartman Cox was that they focus in historic preservation and um, uh, and they had a lot of civic buildings. Mm-hmm. So I worked on some very fun projects there, university buildings, uh, University of Virginia Special Collections Library was super cool. Um, and so taking your sort of your, your love of architecture and now what you've learned and applying it to humanitarian sort of thing. Oh yeah. 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 So a, Another fun uh, project, or I guess it was an experience that I got to have. We worked on the National Archives, mm-hmm. and I got to climb up the inside the dome uh, above, like where the Magna Carta is. Mm-hmm. And we removed one of the coffers, and we're able to kind of peek down at the tourists that were <laughs> <laughs> looking at the Magna Carta below. And then we. Worked, yeah, right. <laughs> and the way we're spying on them, yeah. and then we um, worked our way down, and we're able to stand in the vault that they lower the Constitution and the Magna Carta down into at wow. night. Yeah, it was very neat. That's pretty cool. I was doing research for that's when that's you're on the job. Yeah, it was neat. I'm getting paid for that. Yeah, it's fun. I know, right? Getting yeah, paid yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the idea, right? That's pretty cool. Doing what you love to do and then <laughs> getting paid for it. Yeah. And, you know, architecture is a grind, um, certainly, like for young people out there, if you're considering architecture, it's a lot lot of hours. You said a lot of all-nighters in Notre Dame. Yes. Uh, Are they they known for their architecture school? Yeah. Classical uh, design. That means that makes sense. They have strong ties to the old world. (laughs) Pretty Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. Italian, Rome, Vatican. Um, But uh, so it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of, it's a lot of studying. It's a lot of hours. Yeah. So when you, yeah. Uh, So then uh, I, during that time, I kind of had my eye on the prize and I knew that someday I would want to be on my own. Right. Oh, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Ever since 18. (laughs) Found that. Right. (laughs) Took care of that quickly. No, you know what? Actually, when I moved to, to DC, I said, you know, we had a, a, conversation i said to him if i move here and i love what i'm doing i make great friends and you know feel comfortable in this environment yeah then game on we're good and we're good yeah because you're you're but i needed from oregon and you go to the midwest yeah and then another step away from home you're it's a totally different culture here becoming all the way over here (laughs) it's a it's the opposite yeah. Of what you, you how you described her upbringing is, is, is the DC area. I did not know what a cocktail party was. <laughs> what was Let's just out, say that. What was it out Let's there? Let's just say that. Kegger? <laughs> yeah. You drink in the woods. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brew your own. <laughs> Vision might get a little blurry, but that's yeah. <laughs> cheap. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. So you came here and so when Burke was <laughs> by the way, my sister Linda. Who you know, I think. Yeah. yeah. Linda um, 
married to Henry, they started dating at like 16. That's awesome. Yeah. And like, you know, they, they, he went to VMI. Linda went to East Carolina. That was hard. Um, Henry's a year older and he's at a military school. So, you know, it's just like, and then yeah. and Linda's like parting it up in ECU. But like, they, that was probably their hard, hardest stretch time away and everything. But they're, maybe they're 12, 13 years married, you know? Yeah. And most, one of the most in love couples that I know, my sister and Henry. So that's awesome. Yeah. We're coming up on uh 19. So cool. Yeah. Um, when, when, if you don't have to delve, if you don't want to, but, um, when you were still in school and you had the long distance relationship with Burke, everything was fine. Yeah. You guys were like, all right, let's take a break and all this stuff, you know? Mm-mm. Good. No, I mean, was... I don't know. Good either way. I don't care. Yeah. There's a lot of well, different ways to do it. The benefit to that was that he knew I was there. I knew he was there mm-hmm. and he was able to really enjoy and focus on his, his career or school whatever. and, you know, when I was away in Rome, he had a great year yeah. lacrosse, yeah. Yeah. Um, a great season. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I was architecture. I wasn't worried about trying to make time for him. <laughs> yeah. I was able to, you know, really uh, put myself into my studies yeah. uh, and without guilt. Yeah. And we, you know, we knew we were, we were there and we would be there. And uh, mm. yeah. So then um, you moved, you moved here and you, it took to the area. I mean, you didn't yeah. know what a cocktail party is, but you know, <laughs> they're kind of fun. <laughs> no, actually I met some really amazing girls from Carolina yeah. who sort of adopted me and, yeah. and I lived with them and you know, they became kind of my core group for, for that period of our lives. And, and, uh, and it was uh, a lot of fun. Northern Virginia, right? Yeah. Uh, actually, then I moved to Georgetown. Oh man! Yeah, it was a lot of that's, fun. That's young person world, especially oh, yeah. back then. Oh yeah, I think it's still today. Northern Virginia is chock full of young uh, recent grads, but then yeah. and then Georgetown was like ground zero for fun. Definitely. All those bars and stuff. Oh yeah, Smith M- Point. M- M- Shout was, out. Oh my gosh, you used to go to Smith Point. <laughs> I mean, I, I did. I, I mean, yeah. I was just I talking mean, to Bo the other day. I love him. Yeah. He's, he's, he's one of those guys I'm like he's like I don't know if podcast material I'm like yes you are come on Bo uh, come on Bo I'll make you look good boy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah like uh, M in Wisconsin yeah. like that intersection is like one of, it, that's up there with I don't know if it still is but it used to be up there with some of the most famous intersections in the country you know so my firm that I worked at was on Thomas Jefferson uh-huh. Street and movies would be filmed down there all the time. Uh, so, you know, you, I remember, um, gosh, not Ben Affleck. Um, Ben Stiller. Maybe. Um, no, I think of Nicholas Cage and like, no, no, no. You know. Oh, I'm so bad with recall. That's anyway, okay. scratch this part out, That's okay. but you know, just down, uh, down in Georgetown, you'd be, you know, walking the yeah, streets and know. there'd be, you know, what might be going on? What might be going on? Who you yeah. might be running into? Yeah. Presidents. There used to be a Barnes and Noble where the Nike store is. Presidents would be signing autographs. Yeah, cool yeah. spot. Yeah, cool spot to be as a young person. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I lament. You know, the law. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on down there now, Georgetown. All a lot, a lot of the bars that you I frequented are not there anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess retail sort of moved in, but then I don't know how COVID affected all the retail down there. You know. Um, one of my favorite spots, Martin's Tab, is still there. Ah, <laughs> nice, nice man. That's a good spot. Yeah. Anyway, so you so you're in Georgetown. Um, you're living there, um, and then uh, so you're still at Hartman and, and no. Cox. No, so Hartman Cox 
was the first firm that I worked at. I yeah. worked there until I, I guess actually I got pregnant with my twins. Mm-hmm. Burke and I got married, got pregnant, realized Oops, not oops, but just had no idea. All of a sudden, we realized we're having twins. <laughs> I mean, you were, I guess you, you weren't, I don't know if you were trying to have kids at the time. Yeah, we were whatever. trying to have kids, but okay. we but didn't know got, that there were going to be two. two. Yeah. But that didn't stop. You didn't stop there. That wasn't. Yeah, you know, I know. I know. You know. Rest, yeah. So uh, I, back to when I said my, I had my eye on the prize, yeah. I knew yeah, I okay. wanted to be a licensed architect. Okay. And so I was very focused at that time on getting my license before I had kids. Mm -hmm. So I approached the partners at the firm and they agreed to let me work part time. And I spent half my time in the library up at Georgetown, um, studying and half my time working. And I was able to get all of my hours that I needed for licensure and took all of the licensing exams during that time. So I got licensed actually the February after my twins were born. I took my last exam. Um, So I was able to do that at a young age. And, you know, some of my classmates were never did that. And, you know, that would be another piece of advice. If you're a young architect, really focus on if that's your goal someday, you know, you really have to get in the hours and, and really make sure that you're on track for that. And make a plan for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta architect. You gotta architect your plan. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you gotta draft your plan. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so I did that, and uh, then I moved over to another firm called Zar- Zaris Newdorfer. So now you're licensed. I'm licensed. Licensed architect. So that's more. As you said, that's a that's a lot, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, so is I, that like a master's? Uh, no, it's your degree. So that you, I mean, it's your, sorry, it's your so you, license so that you can practice architecture and stamp a drawing. And, I understand. Yeah. Got it. Yep. So you got your mate, your, you majored in architecture. I majored in architecture, graduated. Yeah. Then I got my license yeah. after working. You have to yeah. work and get a lot of hours and experience. Yeah. Um, in order to build up to that. Cool. Yep. Um, and then you moved over to. So I moved over to another firm and I worked, called? it was called Zaris Newdorfer. Um, but I worked there with, uh, a mentor of mine for a mentor of mine and, uh, actually with another Notre Dame classmate and with another colleague, two other colleagues that moved over from Hartman Cox. But I digress at that firm, they really focused on high end residential. So I kind of got away from the civic buildings, started in on high end residential and high then, end usually means money. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, yeah, like Cambridge, Massachusetts, there was yeah. a project, $15 million window package, you know, this giant, beautiful for, for, residence. For, for glass. <laughs> for glass. Yeah. I mean, like, look, glass is beautiful. I would live in a glass house, but I got to have some curtains. <laughs> there you go. I love, I love light, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. Did, yeah. So you're there at Zara. Zara's Newdorfer. Newdorfer. Is it still yes. around? ZNA. Is, yeah. it, is it still around? Yeah. 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 So, so you, you had some projects up at Mass. There was a, the, you know, Massachusetts, right? And a big window project. Um, This was in Cambridge. Yeah. Cambridge. Yeah. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so you're doing, yeah. okay. You're there. So anyway, I'm there. So how is your role different there than it was of um, at Hartman College? You're licensed. So now you have more, responsi- more responsibility? Uh, no, not necessarily. My role didn't change per se. Um. I was still learning, you know, I'm, you're still young, you're still learning. 
Uh, and at that time I was working part time because I'm now on my third child mm-hmm. at that time. And whilst at that job, we decided to have our fourth. So little Burke. Glad you did. Little Burke. Uh, <laughs> little Burke. So was that, was that like another personal question? Um, if you don't mind, uh, uh girl, 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 was Burke like, I want a boy. No. Big Burke, whatever. Uh-uh. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, he was not convinced that we needed, needed it for us. Yeah, yeah. But the twins are such good friends, and yeah. they were so tight. Yeah. They were their own little unit. And so Lily was kind Hard of her odd man out. A little bit. Yeah, she needed a buddy. So I, you know, I was like, come on. I was so close with my brother growing up. Ella and Jenna have each other. Like, she needs a person. They need one other. Yeah. Yeah. And so we had it's little beautiful. Burke. It's a beautiful thing. Yep. It's, it's, I remember a uh, small tangent, I guess. Uh, when I was at Duke, um, a really good friend of mine, Frank Cornelli, who was a wrestler. And he was like a, one of, I don't know, eight. Um, if you can do it and you have the means um, to give them an upbringing that you, you think is, you know, appropriate, uh, bringing life into the world is like the most beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, and to your point, um, you know, if you can do it and give them the time and the energy mm-hmm. for kids, mm-hmm. they don't always, you know, I, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes are we not giving them everything mm-hmm. that, you know, all of the, that's not the right way Smaller to say families um, can do. No, I'm, <clears throat> well, I want them to, you know, I hope that they know that each one of them is so valued and treasured mm-hmm. and I try to get them to all their sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to get them everywhere they need to be. Mm-hmm. Little Burke. Uh, definitely gets dragged around a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, less so now. Well, than I mean, you got to enjoy the ride. Hopefully, enjoy it. Oh, he's, yeah. he's wisening up to this. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. It's fun to, and, you know. Oh, yeah. Look up to your sisters and your parents and you go along for the ride. And then, you know, you get your own. He'll get his own spotlight, you know. Yeah. That is fine. Yeah. The twins, yeah. they're juniors. So <laughs> they will be, I mean, it's so scary to think. They're, you know, we've got them for. This year, next year, and then they're gonna Gone. fly the nest. <laughs> and then the exodus begins, you know. Yeah. And then the next one goes, and then before you know, Burke might be a domer up there. In, uh, oh my gosh! Notre Dame. Wouldn't that be? Awesome? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! So, so and that's why uh, I'm glad. That's why you know I really decided to get back to practicing. I took a long mommy sabbatical. Yeah. So when okay. uh, when when Berkey but, came along, okay. I just I, I loved my firm. I loved my job and the people I was working with. But I just walked in one day and I was like, you know what? I need to focus on my family. I need to make sure my kids know that, you know, I'm here for them. And, you know, if somebody's sick, I want to stay home with them. Um, You know, I want to be able to be at their sports. I want to be the room mom. I want to do lunch duty, you know, all that stuff. So I was able to stop and, and again, pivot and, and do that and, and be there for them. And I feel like that's a gift that I was able to give them. It's a lot to be like the tra- a traditional mom, but also to be like a modern working mother, mm-hmm. you know, and to be able to do both of those, wear both those hats and, and do them well, you know? Um, yeah, I struggled I, with that. I, I, I don't yeah. know your, your daughters, but I, I certainly know Burke and he's a wonderful young man. Well, so, and I, so that you're doing pretty, I'd say good with that hat. <clears throat> and then your, your architecture, um, design company seems awesome and you, yeah. have, you have a great presence on social media and your website is slick thank you you know it's thank awesome you. so yeah. you 
crushing it, man. Yeah, working on it. So it's the secret sauce. I <laughs> Follow your heart, you know. Yeah. Never, never go wrong with that, you know. Yeah. I think um, approaching what you do with joy and and trying to make sure that, you know, the process, for me, like with my clients, that's what I, what, what I hope that they feel is mm-hmm. that I am doing this because I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm doing it because yeah. Yeah. I want people to, I want to make people's life better. Yeah. I want to solve their problems. Like if, if, you know, often I'll sit down with my client and we're trying to decide, you know, are you, are we going to remodel? Mm-hmm. If we're going to remodel, what problem are we solving for? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if I'm furnishing your room, what, you know, what do you, what energy do you want in here? How, what problem are we solving for? Where do you, you know, if you're going to sit and watch TV, do you like, I have a client actually who he, he, um, doesn't want his back to a window. Mm-hmm. So we're doing this whole thing with, uh, we're doing this chest, a, a, a custom cabinet that the TV is going to rise up out of it. And we're going to black out these windows behind it so that he can place the TV on the certain wall so that when he sits in his lazy boy, much to his his wife's chagrin, but when he sits in his you know recliner, lazy man, he's lazy man. <laughs> he's got a view of the driveway and he's got a view of the TV, and we're laying out the room exactly how it needs to be for him. So you know, everybody problems big or small, you know, solving for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's his What's his window phobia? <laughs> no, I think it's more of just he wants to. You know, he's, he wants it, to see people coming and going from his property. Yeah. I understand. So he likes yeah. windows to, to be able to look out at Correct. out through them. Yes. There's like a mobster line. It's like never sit. With, you know what you're gonna say. Uh-huh. Right? Never, never sit with your back to the to the door. To or the something. door. Yeah. 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 It's exactly. Sit in the corner. Yeah. He's so got, got the door everything. to his left. He's got the window <laughs> with the driveway view to his yeah. right, yeah. and he's got the TV straight in front of him. We've got his. So situation you, dialed in. Yeah. So you, I think we're maybe describing, tell me if I'm off or wrong mm-hmm. or on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, is that like, number, what's huge, number one, is that you whatever is in your heart, you take that and you do that in the world. Yeah. Number two, um, well, which goes hand in hand. But like, you're not, you're not fleshing, just fleshing out a... Um, a blueprint into like, you know, with, with into a house or redoing a kitchen and stuff like you got, you're getting to know the clients big time. Uh, there's the human, the personal element that you value big time mm-hmm. so that you can, so you can make the client happy or, or do your job the best you can to, to on whatever project you might be doing for them. You have to know them. Yeah. And I think uh, going back to, we talked for a while about Oregon, whatever, but I think that growing up in a place where I interacted with people from all sorts of backgrounds, mm-hmm. um, all different levels of income, mm-hmm. I, and, and, you know, just, just with life experience, I walk onto a job site or into somebody's house and I really appreciate that, you know, um, your builder or your, you know, plumber each person and each person that's touching your home or Mm -hmm. your project they're human they have a background that you know just being respectful and intuitive um and you know coming into somebody's house and into someone's project and really trying to respect all the people that are contributing to that um and contributing to the solution the ultimate solution of the problem is 
really pretty important. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of going off on a tangent. No, no. I, I'm, I, I don't think, think I'm answering your question. I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> but, Basically, like, you know, taking in consideration everyone that might be um, tangential or involved or in the process or of your client and whoever is connected with your client, you know, yeah. if it's a family and also the, the you know, the contractors you bring in to do things. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just being a nice person, <laughs> being a nice person, being curious, being interested, working daily on your empathy and the ability to like see things through somebody else's lens. You nailed it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's universal. You know, it's if, universal. if somebody walks into a job site, um, you know, their house is under construction and you're not being respectful to the people or kind or show, you know, acknowledging that these are people with lives and wives and grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, so much goes into uh, love and care goes into the creation mm-hmm. of, you know, the home that you're, you're living in. Um, mm-hmm. And to acknowledge that is pretty important. Did uh, with the, when COVID came, was it, mm-hmm. did that help you in a, in a way? Because like people like I, want you know i need a better kitchen or something like that their home was truly their home yeah you know? covid was tough because yeah. it, it's it was so difficult and still is to the, the supply chain everybody's talking about it it's a major thing you know foam shortages yeah. the the whole thing so yeah. right now my clients you know if they want a new sofa I'm basically telling them, you know, back to motherhood, like, think of it as gestating a child. That's how long it's going to take for me to get you a sofa. I apologize. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. where we're at. <laughs> yeah. Furniture is a whole. Yeah. Just a bug- so it's been bugaboo. a lot of, it's been a lot of, of giving bad news. But it's like, I don't know. You can, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, it's a, it's a, a paradox or not a paradox, an irony that like people want more stuff for their homes because they're staying home mm-hmm. but we can't necessarily get but it the, this get demand it. is uh, god's gone up yes but the supply has gone down yes <laughs> you know it's a, a predicament you know yeah uh because the world is in a, had, had a, a seizure or something or yeah no the, i mean a lot of, of my clients furniture is literally sitting you know in indonesia waiting to be loaded onto a boat waiting to be you know it's just the whole mm-hmm. uh again the mm-hmm. supply chain supply chain yeah so that's been a real bummer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something that yeah. it's, you got to worry about the things however, you can control. However, I will say yes to your point. COVID, you know, so many people now appreciate their homes in a different yeah. way. Mm-hmm. And really, you know, seeing your spaces as multifunctional. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Home office. <laughs> It's like a huge, just like the whole, your house becomes a huge studio. Yeah. You know? Although I was one of those people that actually got myself an office uh, during COVID. Um, so I'm actually sharing a little studio space with a builder that I work with a lot. Cool. Um, outside yeah. of your house. Outside of my house. Cool. Which I'm pumped about. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's, uh, who did I talk with recently about, uh, yeah, my buddy Trevor Goss, who's on, who's the last podcast. He's, uh, tech entrepreneur and um we're just talking about the effect of covid and just like you know everyone's buttoned up and there's not much as much interaction personal interaction you know and that's the creative kind of thing that i was trying to speak to earlier that Mm -hmm. i think you're speaking to is um just like having your partner now like you need for creativity you need another brain oh yeah you need another person and just like the uh, the power mysterious unquantifiable you know um, which are oftentimes the best things. You can't put a number on it. 
um, power of being around people and the genesis of of, of positive positivity, mm-hmm. but also just ideas like minded, like with your builder or something. You oh know? yeah, yeah, build yeah. a friend. Yeah, build a bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll you know bounce ideas off of yeah. me. And I'll bounce ideas off. Of I like him. bouncing. Oh yeah, yeah, it's fun. You know, <laughs> that there. I'm gonna I'm gonna quote uh, Aristotle. Okay. I think it's there. Yeah. It's like we are all human beings at their core are social creatures. Mm-hmm. It's in our nature to be around other human beings. Mm-hmm. If we wanted to achieve um, the goodness of our, the, our potential nature, it happens through people. Um, so then when do you start your own company? So let's see. Is that, was that sort of when you said eyes on the prize? It's like I want to get licensed such that I can start my own company one day. So they have options, yeah. yeah. So, they, so you have options, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Keep my options cool. open. Cool. Um, yeah, so I took a mommy sabbatical. Yeah. And, um, you know, but at the same time was always needing to be creative. Um, it's you. you can't, it, yeah. yeah you take know. you out of work, but you can't take it. Yeah, you, you know? so I was doing a lot of volunteering and, you know, uh, just all sorts Where'd of kids crafts and that sort of thing at school at blessed sacrament i got some time book I'm, fair i've been looking at different charities and mm. i should do something like that anyway go ahead that was a tangent. Uh, i mean talk to father john he'll make you busy he'll probably make me busy as well <laughs> I, might, hey, I might call him he's, call on, a, he's on a john. podcast he, he's like the busiest man in washington or whatever they say that all the time he comes out to modern day says mass at least once a month at modern day he's amazing he makes time for it seems like he's, there's multiples of him or something he has clones um, <laughs> i need one of those and i'm like oh, he's probably you know maybe too busy for the who i mean you know podcast this is like six months ago he's like yeah sure billy when do you want to do it i'm like i don't know friday it's like okay friday at eight yeah <laughs> like, i listened to what that a guy it was good what a guy like who uh Talk about the ability to make everyone matter. Yeah. You know, to give everyone the sense that, not giving the sense, but just like to listen to everyone's sort of deal mm-hmm. and have empathy. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So you said mommy sabbatical. Yeah. And, and then, then you couldn't um, stop being creative. No. It's uh, a good problem to have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then actually, we um, bought a cottage in Sherwood Forest. And yeah. we did a tear down and new build there. And that was a lot of fun. I got to do the architecture and the interiors uh, and, you know, the project oversight for that. And why sort of, are the Hayes in there or Burkeside? Fitzgerald's. Have a, Fitzgerald's have a house yep. in, in Sherwood. Yep. Cool. So Burke's great grandparents had a house there. Cool. Goes, goes back to the early 1900s. Yeah. Is Robin in there? Rob, no Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. Robin, Robin Hood. Robin we Robin live Loxley. on. We live on Robin Hood Road. <laughs> Robin Hood Hill. Not, yeah. Yeah. All the grooves are green. Maid Marian. Uh, yeah. What little John? Little John. Yeah. All the all the good characters. Archery. <laughs> Kids do archery. That's so f- cool. Yeah. 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 It's a special spot. I never. I only. I maybe been in once. I'm gonna come crash your house this summer. Come visit. I'm gonna. Yeah. Please. Bring Elvis. I got nothing out of this podcast. <laughs> I got an invitation <laughs> to a beautifully designed home. <laughs> you got it. And Elvis. So, all yeah. right. So that was a project. Your- so I started, um, you know, I did that. And then I was like, huh, I want to keep this up. And <laughs> finally, you know, Berkey was in kindergarten and I had yeah. more time. 
So I started taking on some smaller projects and then it just kind of grew and grew and grew. And here I sit today. Yeah. Um, that was in, and he's in kidding. That was about like six years ago. Something yeah. Like five years ago. Yeah. He's is that, is that when you, so yeah. six years ago. Is that when you started or when did you start the, uh, uh, Sarah Hayes? Um, 2018, I believe. Wow. It's not, that's kind of recent. <laughs> it's fairly recent. Mm. I mean, just the actual, you know, I'm going to launch a firm. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, the entity. It, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is it LLC. It is now an LLC. It was not, but now, and that is, what, the, what are the advantages of that? I mean, obviously um, liability, I guess. Take, exactly. it, take it out of your name. Correct. Yeah. Yep. yep. Somebody told me I should get my podcast into an LLC, and I was like, I don't know why. Um, there must be some benefit. There must be something. If I start actually make, <laughs> making money if after I, this episode, oh yeah, cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where are you sponsored yet? Come on, you need by, you need some sponsors. Like Elvis, yeah, you would be my sponsor. <laughs> there you go. By. Advertisements. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm really enjoying like kind of just I don't know just the. The create the creative aspect of it, the conversational aspect, yeah. And then like, I mean, it's a, it's a long shot whether it could be like you know a money maker, but you never know. You never know. Exactly right. So I'm just keep doing it, see what happens. Go with talking it. to people like you. <laughs> um. So you did that, and then like you started 2018. You started Sarah Hayes Architectural Design. Is that how is that so the actual wordage? I am now my LLC is Sarah Hayes Design, and it's a conglomerate of architecture and interior design. Yeah. So I have the two different branches that I offer. Basically, you, you build the bones and you put the pretty flesh on it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, actually, I have a client right now. I'm super pumped. They yeah. just sent me uh, a picture of their house in McLean being demolished <laughs> and we're doing a new build and I'm helping them select all their interiors, uh, you know, all their finishes, um, it's from the ground. Up. Yeah. Whole, it's going to be so fun. The whole shebang. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's, yeah, Yep. that's great. And so I think that's my fourth new build. Two, two, three, fifth ever or in or, as since it, 2018 my firm. Yep. yeah so those are big time deals those are those are big commissions i would think checks for you some of oh not necessarily uh, <laughs> architects don't make a lot of money <laughs> yeah well i mean as for i would say as versus um renovation of a, of a living room um oh, i, I just think it's more like if you're, if you're building a whole house it's like more yeah. time you know more it's energy. funny because you'd be surprised i actually just had a consult with a client yesterday and he, they're contemplating doing an addition off the back. Oftentimes, you've got to evaluate. You're doing a full gut of your house, plus you're going to do an addition off the back. At what point is it better just to tear down and rebuild? You know. Yeah. So those are kind of honest conversations you have, yeah. to have with people. Yeah. Um, there's sentiment. There's sentimentality to like the smell of a house. You know. True. The cre- the cre- I'm just, I'm, yeah. you can go. Either, you can go either way with it. Obviously. Yeah. But I yeah. understand how sometimes people would put money aside and be like, no. Uh, I, I want to keep, you know, half the house, but the other half needs to be different, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, what's your favorite part of like doing what you do? Oh, wow. Um, I, like, I, I mean, I've said it a couple of times. Yeah. Um, I said this before, but I think just the problem solving, you know, everything is yeah. a puzzle, yeah. um, and kind of guiding people, helping them. 
hopefully making it fun along the way. You know, yeah. I like to make inappropriate jokes. I like to laugh, <laughs> you know, if we're, you know, I mean, Have some wine. people get stressed out renovations and new builds. It is very stressful. If you can, you know, make things, add some levity, levity, bring some levity and just, you know, get down on the human level. <laughs> then, yeah. then, and acknowledge, yeah, you're really stressed out right now. You know, I mean, I was working with a young mom who, you know, had preschool age kids and she was really just overwhelmed by her project. Yeah. And she, we were talking about fabrics and she just started crying and that's okay. It is stressful. And if you just acknowledge this is stressful, but I'm here to help. So that's what I like helping. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, the human element, you know, um, getting to know the person, being curious, mm-hmm. being caring. Well, and also being able to relate, you know, like yeah. just with life experience yeah. and having young kids and, and all of that. Yeah. That's the sort of, yeah. That's the sort of the puzzle that you you kind of speak of. But then what, do you, what, do you, what about like when you're by yourself and you're coming up with designs? It's got to be fun. It is fun. With yeah. other, and using other people's money. Oh. <laughs> to, to buy the couches and all. No, you, know, you know what I'm saying. To a house, whatever. Yeah. I do love to shop. Yeah. So yeah. that kind of yeah. helps. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like every once in a while, I'll, te- yeah. I'll text my clients. And I'll be like, you know, Serena and Lily is having a sale. I'm going to give you guys my pricing. If anybody wants to buy anything, let me know. It's kind of like a little gift I can offer my clients. Cool. Um, so you get, you get uh, deals at certain shops, right? Yeah. Certain stores because yeah. of your company. Yeah. You get it for no, a better, but, better price. Um, yeah. But no, to answer your question, like one of my favorite things is just to kind of, you know, play with fabrics, put out a, a mood board or a scheme. Um, and I might be building it with specific project in mind or just something I want to do someday. Um, so that's more of the interior design end of things. That's, yeah. The creative aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like me in writing. It's like it's one of my favorite things, like that in the world. It's just sitting and, and trying to r- write something. So, what kind of writing are you working on? Uh, po- do you do poetry ever? Yeah, I don't like poetry because it's like it seems a little bit confined. I, I know you don't have to rhyme it, but <laughs> it's fun to rhyme it. But it's almost like you're confined to this rhyming scheme, such that it might take your uh, take away your ability to really say what you want to say. Mm-hmm. Does, that, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I like. Uh, like philosophy, philosophic sort of just musings and I, the ideas and the theoretical mostly, you know, mm-hmm. just like the essence of writing, I guess. It's uh, not practical, but it can be. <clears throat> you can write a book? Maybe. I'm writing my memoirs right now. Oh. All right. how, how dare you, 40-year-old guy, write your memoir? <laughs> <laughs> For a while, I was like, who do I think I am, you know? But like, I'm Billy Garish. That's who I am. Yeah. And I'm going to write it. I'm going to write the Do stuff it. down. So uh, Jimmy Buffett, you know, yeah. um, there's a song in the book where he has a pirate looks at 40. Mm. You heard of that? No. I think it's a book and a song. So mine is a Plato looks at 40. Ah. <laughs> I, I have like a background in, in philosophy, yeah. and the classics and stuff. Um, at, so what's the at St. John's St. College John's. in yeah, Annapolis. In Annapolis. Yeah. I go back there a lot. Love the place. Yeah. Talk about curious, open-minded, caring, empathetic. It's incredible. It's an incredible place. Um, so I don't know what else. <laughs> what else? Um, uh, you, what are you working on? So you're working on a rebuild, rebuild right now. I have a variety of projects right yeah. now. One of them, yes, is a, a new build. 
Um, that's a, gosh, I think like a 7,000 square foot house, maybe a little more uh, in McLean. Um, and really fun young family. Uh, and then I have a variety of interior design projects and a few uh, renovations in the making. Like, so I'm collaborating with a builder and we're giving schematic design drawings so they can price it to see what the client wants to do. That's great. Yeah. So you got, you got, you got irons in the fire. Yeah. And in, in the meantime, the <laughs> twins are looking at colleges. Notre Dame? They were just out at Notre Dame this weekend, but you know, uh, so who knows? Burke who was knows? up there, right? Yeah. And Little Burke. Maybe. Uh, the whole, Little the whole Burke crew? went two, three weeks ago. Like an that was like a father there, huh? that was a father son yeah. thing. Yeah. And then the yeah. Burke took the twins uh, you know, to the USC game this last weekend. And it's actually very cool. They met up with my uncle and my cousin who also went there. Special. Yeah. So so funny. Does Burke have any uh, on his side? Does he have Notre Dame lineage? No. Nope. Nope. And this could be a whole other podcast. What's what is the the, the, oh my goodness. the ethos, yeah. the essence of, of Notre Dame? So my grandfather went to Notre Dame. <laughs> it's like the people are outside, yeah. like looking like what goes on in there? What's in the water? It's like some people thought, think that about modern day. I'm like, what do you guys do over there? <laughs> you know, yeah, like this is a, uh, an, yeah. an intrigue. You uh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a special place. Yeah, yeah. we'll just leave it there. There you go. I don't know. Go down that <laughs> rabbit hole. Is, do you like Rudy? Or is that just too much? Ah, I watched Rudy. It's yeah, a good yeah, movie. Yeah. 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 Great soundtrack. Yeah. Um, oh, we could have opened with an, uh, a Rudy song. We can close with it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, anyway, I love you. You, you did you do great work on social media. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Is that a lot of your sort of like woman hours? Do you, you spend a lot of time on that or do you have it sort of dialed in? I would say that I spend less now than I used to. Yeah. Um, Cause you know frankly, how to do it. I'm just so busy. Yeah. Um, and I suppose, you know, I studied up basically just by watching other accounts and I need to do, I was studying up on your account today. Uh, thank you. I liked it. Yeah. Um, but I think, you, you think- know, being real is, is important. But also, I mean, what I liked about Instagram was the pretty pictures. Mm-hmm. Not so sure how I feel about reels and oh, TikTok. Re- oh, oh, being real. Being real, <laughs> R-E-A-L, not R-E-E-L. Oh, okay, yeah. I can't quite figure out the whole real thing, mm-hmm. R-E-E-L. I've done a few. Yeah. But they're fun. They're cool. They're fun. I was like, can, that a, can I apply But I want to make them pretty. I want, you know, I want can I apply to that to nice. my podcast? I'm yeah. like, all right, fine. I don't want to sit we'll, down. We can talk about that later. I don't want to sit down and edit and all that <laughs> baloney. There are apps for that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the social media thing is interesting, um, especially in this field, because it's it's definitely a visual portfolio. It's Mm -hmm. a visual portfolio. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I approached it. Um, And actually, I got really good advice from um, Shelby Samperton Mm -hmm. years ago on that. Uh, She's so good at that. Mm -hmm. Um, But just on, you know, making Instagram a visual portfolio and I really mm-hmm. took her advice to heart and, and ran with it. Mm-hmm. So I have her to thank for that. Yeah. She's good with that sort of stuff. I remember it's starting on this. Maybe when I was, when I was doing more camp stuff, I was like, um, picking her, I picked her brain about how to, you know, what does it mean to hashtag? <laughs> What's the deal <laughs> with the hashtags? 
Whenever I see him or hear him, I think of hash browns. And I get hungry. (laughs) Look how far you've come. Oh, yeah, something like that. (laughs) Uh Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm like throwing myself into this uh, Instagram thing. Um, and I like it's yeah it's it's good it's like everything like you know some people bash it but it's like just you got to be able to moderate you know, this, is, this is the D word it's called discipline you got to have it yeah. in, in every aspect of your life really yeah yeah so, um, yeah and it goes to not taking yourself too seriously which I think you're good at that yeah <laughs> well that's like a really interesting I think philosophic point of like if you understand what the most important things in life are and you act like that every day mm-hmm. then like <clears throat> the other lesser important things which i would categorize as a profession mm-hmm. um you 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 uh you have you have it prioritized correctly such that like if you don't get the job you know what you still have a beautiful family and you're not on the street um and um your kids are healthy mm-hmm. you're healthy and you're in love that's the most important thing. Those are the most important. And we're, you know, it's, it's sometimes easy to say, obviously, if you have like financial means or backing, you know, mm-hmm. but it's still not, it doesn't take away from the veracity of my statement of that yeah. statement of like, if you can identify and think about and talk about and live them and keep those priorities in line, you know, like God and family, God, family, <laughs> You know, <clears throat> and work on yourself, being your best, honest human being, and virtuous. Those are the most. The, 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 those are the, the treasures that you 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 keep in your chest. You know, mm-hmm. and if you do, then then the rest is just like you know playing with house money in a way. Mm-hmm. It's like there's the pressures taken off of you. With respect, just take business an example of uh, pressures taken away from you from having to think that I need to build the business and make X amount of money. Because that's my identity. Mm-hmm. That's the most important. No, it's, it's you're off. Mm-hmm. And I think it takes upbringing. It takes parenting. It takes living a uh, contemplative life, mm-hmm. an, an examined life. All ingredients to getting to a place like to levity. <laughs> just, there you go. And there's like a, a quote from St. John's. It's like he says, um, one of the tutors in conversations, um, especially in serious conversations. A sense of humor is like necessary. Yeah. Or, or appreciated. Yeah. It's disarming. It allows people to just like feel comfortable and people are comfortable. They're nice. And when they're nice, we can get things done. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think to your point about having the, um, the security and the freedom to mm-hmm. just be creative, mm-hmm. that's, you know, a gift that my, you know, my situation, my husband, you know, the, the team that we are, uh, as a couple, that's the gift that he's given me as the support, you know, in, yeah. in being able to pursue this, you know, career that mm-hmm. brings me such joy. And frankly, for my kids to be able to see me out there meeting with clients, you know, going on work trips, being a working mom, that's being a mother, that's being a mother, role, that's role modeling. Yeah. But then still picking them up. Yeah. From carpool and yeah. dropping driving them to school to be able to do all of that yep. is overwhelming at times but a huge gift uh, for which yeah. i'm grateful you know yeah we got so at the end, at end of the day that's the number one goal is to to give myself to my family but also 
you know, retain that creative entity that is me at my core. It's a, it's a beautiful thing that um, not many people, um, not many people, I mean, some people, sure, but it's, it's hard, it's, it's hard to, to be able to, to live that, you know, to be able to live your heart. Um, and then I was just at a thought, like sometimes I would think, I mean, I, I was teaching for a while and I mean, I know, I know kids pretty good. Um, you don't, sometimes you don't have to say a, a word in order to be a good parent or a good teacher. It's just literally how you act and what you do. You know, <laughs> it's like you, like, yeah. you yeah. know, you being super mom. Yes. But also you being super, uh, creative designer person and just doing that. And people are like, and your kids, you got eight eyeballs on you like all the time. Mm. You know, there's no hiding. And they're like, mom's really diligent. Uh, Maybe I should be not always. diligent <laughs> with my homework right now because she's always. doing it. But you get the idea. Yeah. Just role modeling. Yeah. Role modeling. Yeah. Ms. M- uh, Billy McMurtry used to say that. Marie, we're in the business of role, mo- role modeling. You know, mm-hmm. we're just, we're just a nice male figureheads and female figureheads. Um, just like, just live life in the right sort of way mm-hmm. and uh through uh, just like osmosis in a way and obviously reading writing and arithmetic <laughs> but like you know you hope to form these little brains into a little better brains yeah yeah and souls yeah anyway yeah that is all <laughs> and that is all. well i was about to say uh with the role modeling i mean i say to my kids do oftentimes i say you know the old saying do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Uh, you know, we all make mistakes. We all lose it's our also, temper. It's uh, also, you know, we all. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly fine to but, be human. <laughs> yep. Mess yeah, up. Humanity. That's at the core of what we're yeah. talking about, right? Yeah. Just to mess so. up and learn a little bit and try not to mess up again. Yeah. But like, I think like through my, some of my posts and things, like I want to be as vulnerable and, uh, and hopefully not too flawed, but flawed. This is how I approach the world. Um, and just like curious and nice. And, uh, sometimes like, especially for, me, for the stereotype men get sometimes mm-hmm. and women, I get, um, but just like they can't, men have a bravado or like they can't be wrong. You know, mm-hmm. they have an ego, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm bringing wrong back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Human. Yep. Um, well, as a, uh, Maybe final note, yeah. I'll say that um, you brought up ego. Often I tell my designer or my my clients rather, I think as a designer, a lot of architects will have an ego, you yeah. know, and, and they're going, they're approaching a project with their ego in mind. And I like to try to leave my ego at the door, mm-hmm. solve the problem, you know, work, yeah. work with my client, leave yeah. my ego at the door. You got to let the other, and, you got to let the client's ego be the ego. You yeah. got to conform yourself to their ego. Yeah, it's not know? my house; it's theirs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, um, well, if anyone's looking to talk about houses and how to make them prettier <laughs> and, and whatever more functional, more functional fashion and function, yeah. yeah, talk to Sarah. Thank you. And this uh, is fun. I'll put your your website and your all your info up on the podcast and all. Awesome. But it's what is it, Sarah Hayes? It's Sarah Hayes Design dot com yeah dot awesome <laughs> <laughs> love it so yeah it's been a pleasure thank you Thanks this for is fun on. All right. i'll put on the little uh what are we gonna end with i don't know the same or rudy all right fine rudy. <laughs> Let's get some rudy you said god country i was thinking 
It's God Country Notre Dame. Uh, God Country. <laughs> what do you, yeah, yeah. God's Country. Retirement. You. What did you say? Uh, the modern day, what was it? God? Oh, God, family. Family. Oh. Uh, so it, at Notre Dame, the saying is God Country Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's about right. God Country Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Giblin. You know that name, right? Yeah. Um, he used to be an you know, awesome teacher. Yeah. In modern day. Uh, and coach but he had this thing it's like all right fellas <laughs> you know he's gruff tough as all get out right yeah he's teaching religion he's like all right their life has you have priorities <laughs> you know what those are we'll look at and figure it out so this, this is the how this should go number one my hand the thumb is god number two <laughs> it's family three academic four athletic five social that's the order that's the order got it a lot of you guys invert the hand <laughs> and social is king and then is sports then academics then family and then at the bottom is god put the hand get the, get the thumb back on top <laughs> I like that. I like that. it's good it's good I like that. yeah you hear it over there? Yeah. Yeah, this is the, this is the Notre Dame. The, I'm sorry, the Rudy Sweet. It's very mellow. You're mellow uh-huh. going in, mellow going out. Remember this melody? Like, yeah. It's a theme. Yeah, it's a real tearjerker. It is. What you just heard was a pillar of community. What lights your fire? What gets you out of bed? What speaks in your heart? These are the questions of pillars. And it is these pillars who have the answers. Pillars live these personal truths with with hearts on fire every day and with everything they do. And this is why they stand pillars of community. In Fuego, Billy Garish. Pillars of Community Podcast Production 2021. Be a pillar.